0: Ready to chat?
1: Ready to chat
0: <laughs> on this lovely Sunday.
1: <laughs> you always say it's a lovely Sunday. It is like,
0: a lovely Sunday. Yeah, I like it actually Sundays. Looks yeah, gorgeous out. it does. I just went for a little walk to the coffee shop, and like it's it's relatively mild out compared to um, okay, some other days this week. So that's ideal
1: usually when i see the sun in middle of february i'm like oh it's gorgeous out it's gonna be minus 30
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's a reality and last week it really like felt that way i was just like oh, i want to stay inside but alas we are going to offices now
1: yeah i've been walking every day still mm. and it's like about a 40 minute walk yeah um but i'm like full on in like you know if it's one of those cold days i got like snow pants on and stuff and uh, <laughs> i have no shame but like it's great like i'm actually like sweating by the time i get to the office like as opposed to people who are like oh it's freezing outside and i'm yeah. just like loving life so. so
0: do you change when you get to the office or is it just like you are as I just, you are
1: i take the snow pants off yeah i don't leave <laughs> them on day, but that's no idea. i don't i don't change like I say I'm sweating. I'm just like you know, not yeah. freezing when I get just there. Just heated
0: up. I was just talking to my brother about this yesterday because he also walks to work every day. It's about forty minutes, and I was thinking about it when I used to work at the DMZ. I'd walk every day. It was about fifty. Now it's about an hour, just over an hour. So I'm like, it's pretty long. Yeah, but
1: for biking, that will be. I really a great would. Per- yeah,
0: that's my ideal situation.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll get you there.
0: All right, perfect. What's I know been going your bike on was in, uh, stolen before pardon so? me?
1: Your bike got stolen before, so we gotta get yeah. you hooked up with a new bike.
0: I know, but I'm ner like for example at the beginning of last week it was super clear. All the roads are super clear. It would have been the same as biking in the springtime, but right now it's pretty pretty slushy. Um, but I think it's like even if there's some days of the week that I can Oh, even if there's some days of the week that I can bike, it's better than none. So, um, yeah, I uh, I don't think I've. I'm trying to think if I've ever lived in Toronto and had to rely as heavily on TTC to get to work as I do now, and I don't think so. And it is it is annoying.
1: Yeah, yeah, I. The first day that I like started this contract, or like not the first day, but one of the days I I took the I took transit to get there, and then I was just like, nope. I'm going, yeah. like I don't care if it's freezing I'm just gonna walk to work like I much prefer that
0: that's yeah. how I feel now and honestly one day last week it took me almost an hour by transit to get to work and I was just like this is so frustrating um, The like I don't know. Anyway, so I'm trying to figure out alternative options, which will either be bike or walk, because I rather just have complete control over my departure and arrival time because it's just like so frustrating. Um, Yeah, it's so frustrating when you're like there's delays and you're crammed in with people and it's uncomfortable. And like, I prefer to just walk. Yeah.
1: Right. Well, how does your partner get to work? I'm curious about that
0: uh right (laughs) now right
1: now
0: yeah well i know how he Uh, gets to uh, work i was like no but i (laughs) mean actually right now he walks because he lives across the street oh really yeah like it's like literally Uh, across the the street
1: oh so he doesn't even uh, i guess what i was trying to lead into is that he takes a one wheel to work
0: so yeah i I
1: think you got to get up on that maybe he'll lend you his since he doesn't need it
0: so yeah so my partner has a one wheel which is like an electronic skateboard but which features only one wheel in the center of the deck of the skateboard if you can imagine that um and actually it's it broke so that's no the situation way. yeah so it's it's off for expensive repairs at the moment wow yeah and i Ooh. have tried to ride that thing once and i cannot imagine myself riding that in traffic much less in an empty parking lot
1: yeah, that that would be scary. In this city, I'm scared sometimes just to walk down the street. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anyway, what's been uh what's been going on? Any big updates? I think it's been it's been 2 weeks since we've done a podcast, so and I haven't really talked to you, so I don't actually know what's going on.
1: Yeah, that's true. We did skip a week. And to be honest, I didn't have too much going on in the past couple of weeks, so pretty short from my end. Um yeah, I had like a first uh random twitter lead actually oh interesting yeah so this um i don't know i i just had a message actually they didn't even message me on twitter i just got a message on my phone i guess they found my website (laughs) and they they had messaged me there and they were like hey i found you on twitter i searched react developer uh and your profile came up like are you available to do any freelance work and so yeah, we ended up just having a chat and he's kind of like a very um like he's got a nascent startup and he's trying to figure out um he had a developer doing some things and he was trying to get someone else to kinda take over to get this production ready. So we had a quick chat and you know, realized that after I estimated like what how much time the tasks were gonna take, it's not really a great fit. He's He's very early stage, and so uh, one thing that I hesitate to to do, and I'm, I, I just don't um, I don't want to be working and having to like justify like oh it took me two hours to fix this bug or something and like you know whereas because you're with er- very early stage founders they're you know often playing with money out of their pocket Uh yep. and so it it just can feel a bit more nerve wracking that way and having to justify your hours versus like what I'm finding is I kind of like the contracting for larger companies um, situation that I'm currently in, or at least like mid to late stage startups as well, Mm -hmm. because then, you know, yeah, you're, you're able to just work and do your job and not feel like you're rushing through or having to like leave things uh, that would otherwise be important but you're just like well i don't want to burn this guy's cash so
0: yeah yeah it's like a weird thing when you're trying to manage your guilt around your hours that are required like it's not that you're being dishonest but i i've i know you mean I've, i've been in that situation before as well
1: yeah and so it's yeah, that kind of all of these conversations that of like random leads are kind of helping me just narrow further and further in onto like who I think my ideal client is. And and I think that's actually been really good is just to know like, okay, yeah, at first I was like, I make websites or apps and then you're like, Well, actually I don't do it for mom and pop shops, so I, I kinda like make web apps and then you're like, Well, you know, I make web apps for startups and enterprises and then you're like, Well, startups is pretty broad yeah yeah someone very like who just started a startup like so again it, it narrows in on this like very um further and further into more of a niche i guess and so i'm happy to be kind of like figuring that out so that i can maybe prevent from even having to have some of these conversations, I can kind of like pre-screen in advance and be like, what size are you? What's your revenue? And where are you? And then then we can go from there to see if it's even worth having those like that initial zoom call or or not.
0: Yeah, I think that makes sense. And so when you first left Luca, you were freelancing for a smaller early stage startup. Are you still working with them?
1: Actually, yeah, I haven't been working with them um just because i have i they did want me to continue um but i took on this contract this longer um contracts which didn't leave a whole ton of time for extra work and so i think they needed some people who are going to be working on it more like it's a weird situation because their work was also kind of ebb and flow Mm -hmm. um but they did want someone with more availability i just wasn't going to be able to um be there in these kind of sporadic instances so yeah because yeah when i take on a full-time contract it just kind of changes the way that i can work with other clients
0: yeah that makes sense um all right so right now you you're solely just doing kind of the the contract work at like the full-time company
1: that's pretty much it yeah and um yeah i kind of like that i've i've also noticed that like I do, when I do have outside obligations that it kind of, at this point, the value of that extra cash is not worth the, um, just losing the little bit of free time that I have each week to be either working on my own projects or having fun, you know, like hanging out with my partner and my dog and friends and that. So yeah, it's, it's kind of just like, there's a limit, on the ROI of, of taking on new clients and max. I'm, I feel like I'm more than maxed out at what I want to be on capacity there.
0: Yeah. I think that makes complete sense. It's uh, it's a topic that I was also kind of like thinking about and, and wrote on my list to talk about today, which was like, I don't know. It's definitely interesting getting back into being full time in an office because while I worked full time before, I think that working from home and having a more flexible, uh, life does make it feel like you have a lot more time to get like little miscellaneous tasks done. And, and, and I've just found that going to it being in an office from, you know, let's say like nine to five or nine to six, um, your time outside of that definitely feels more and more valuable. And I'm a lot more cognizant about what I'm doing with it. So I can understand um, the desire to not take on more projects outside of kind of, you know, those strict hours where you have to be in a specific place.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Um, yeah. And yeah, exactly. I I think I'm not also used to like commuting for such a long period. And so that is, you know, almost an hour and a half of my day. Luckily, I'm using it for kind of like exercise. Like it's, it feels really great to do it. And I'm listening to podcasts and, and stuff. Um, so I enjoy that, but yeah, it does cut down on the time I have for other things. Yeah. yeah. And I,
0: I think one other thing is that, and while this is probably also just a factor of Taking on a new job, but I find myself significantly more exhausted at the end of the day. So I'm even finding that I kind of need more sleep right now than I usually do. Um, So yeah, I'm really just trying to, I mean, I'm sure a big portion of it is just being on a learning curve. And you know, when you spend all day, every day talking to new people and learning new things, it's extra exhausting compared to a job that maybe you've been doing for a few years, or it's exhausting in a different way, I should say. Um, So right now I'm trying to kind of get back on the curve of, um, doing all the activities that I like to do outside of work and not just like coming home and feeling the need to just rest, you know?
1: Mm hmm. Yeah. I, I've definitely been there where like you start a new job and like, I don't know, it, it becomes hard to manage, uh, all the other aspirations that you have outside of that. Um, and also like I, I think I've even been in a s- similar situation to you where you have just moved as well and so like you end up you have all this stuff to do at home you have all this stuff for your new job and so it, you know that takes up a great amount of just like men- your mental capacity to like I don't know take on new things so um, you know it wouldn't be surprised to hear that you haven't made much progress on your quail tracking system if you were to tell me that but if you told me you're finished <laughs> with it like wow really, kudos well, to well <laughs> if
0: you want an update on you know, my trail quack my trail quacking like <laughs> quail trail tracking quacking. system i can tell you the situation with that which is that i ordered well i'm in a i'm in a what's the word i'm like i'm stuck basically i ordered all of these sensors that i needed but i wanted them quickly because i really wanted to get started i was going to my parents i thought this is like a perfect time and so because my partner has amazon prime and i don't i had them ordered to his condo under my name but they're holding these parts hostage for me and they will not release them to me. So I just have parts sitting with a concierge. Well, they're telling me that they're not there. And they also told me, even if we do receive them, we're going to send them back because I don't live there. So Uh, you
1: you need to get a bit tough on the phone and be like, we got quails to track. Don't you understand the severity? I'm pretty
0: pretty disappointed, but I don't want to reorder it because it's like a massive set of, sensors. I'm sure we could just return one, but anyways, that's where I am right now with the sensors. So, not very far, unfortunately, but it's something that I've been like uh I, I've been spending a lot of time just looking at other people's projects and things that they're doing. Um and I'm pretty excited about kind of like digging into that and just kind of messing around more in the like maker space because I like building Mm -hmm. things and and tinkering. So I, uh, yeah, I just want to spend more some more time doing that and I have a lot more space in this apartment. So I think it will not be as intrusive to um, my household or my partner when he's living here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah. It's, it's true. You do have a lot more space there for room for activities and, and extra projects and stuff.
0: Yeah. Which I'm excited about because I also like doing things like sewing and Crafts. So that's exciting for me.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Um, I guess I, yeah, I have a couple more things. Um, yeah, go for it. Yeah. One is just like, <laughs> I was, uh I don't know, I was playing around with just like, you know, planning out some random side project things. And I don't know, it just kind of hit me like how like worried I am about once it does become the time to do this. I just like felt a great deal of like, Wow, it's going to be very tricky to be deciding what thing to work on. What is like the top priority at each moment, or at least like trying to figure out, like you know, should I work on you know code or talking to customers, or should I be um, putting effort into this marketing channel or that one? And I, I just like you know, even starting to plan out like just a little fun coding side project. You're like, oh, what what framework do you use, and these types of things, and like. I don't know. It's a way different situation than um, I feel like I'm. I've been I don't know raised like in this um, in my previous work life of just being really good at executing on like you know given tasks that are you know here we need this and it can be a vague task, but at least there's like a direction and like kind of a an end goal. Um, but when you're coming up with all these what your goals are and every little thing, and there's no one really to. Um, validate that with whether it's like uh, you know yeah that you don't have a boss to answer to or yeah. even a co-founder potentially like then it's going to be quite tricky um, so there was just a lot of I don't know yeah like kind of like angst I guess that I'm I'm feeling about that just I'm still very excited about the whole thing but I'm also um, I don't know we I listen to a bunch of founder podcasts and when you listen to i don't know solo founders and stuff it, it can be very challenging to to know or you can hear that same angst in when they're they're building and so i think it's going to be really challenging once i get to that point um both just mentally and and like overall like a very hard experience um i'm sure it'll be a lot of Personal growth. Um, I'm excited to get to that point where I can, like, maybe not focus so much on contracting and start building out my own thing. But I know it's not going to be like an easy road.
0: Yeah, I think um, there's a couple things. I mean, I know that a bunch of times you've also kind of talked about how it might be better or more suited to you to have a co-founder, which I think is one large thing that can alleviate parts of that. I mean, at least, I mean, if you have more distinct split responsibilities, or even if you don't, um, just to have the person to kind of, um, go back and forth on those things with, but also I was going to say, I think that And I don't know if that's something you've ever considered that, you know, if you start something that down the road might be a possibility, but, um, my previous company, as you know, we went through some like tech incubator and accelerator programs in Toronto. And an interesting thing about that is when we were in our like sales accelerator program, we have a mentor that's almost for every single discipline. So you have all of these people that are forcing you to think about and take action in every area that you should. It's not that it makes it easy to balance them all, but it's almost like you have, you know, these prompts of, well, like, are you thinking about this? You should be thinking about X, Y, Z. And then you can, it's still hard because all of these distinct mentors obviously don't have connections to each other but it helps you kind of weigh out where some of your biggest gains might be or um you know where you should be focusing your attention for the immediate future so i found that really helpful kind of when we were going through that process but at the same time it also has the downside of you now have all these expert opinions where you're trying to weigh what is the most important thing for, for still yeah it's still still the same problem but with a little bit more guidance about where different value might come from
1: Yeah, that's a good point. It's kind of like having access to those resources of some sort of incubator program that I I can see why a lot of people do end up taking money from like these uh, smaller kind of like equity firms or or I don't know what the word is, but like financing options like Tiny Seed or... um, uh, earnest capital these uh it's maybe less even about giving you money but more giving you access to a, a group of resources uh and people that you are undergoing the same issues and you have kind of this support network um i think it kind of leads to like one of my goals for what i'm going to do when i go to microconf is just kind of try to come away with like a, a bigger network of like maybe uh um uh, what's the word, like a mastermind almost group where we can actually like chat back and forth together or at least a couple people where I I would feel comfortable just being like, hey, I'm going through this right now. What's your take on X? And and so, yeah, the, it kind of just, you know, I'm sure it'll be fine, but it's going to be challenging. And so, yeah, we'll see how it all goes. Yeah,
0: yeah I think it's a, a good thing to recognize. And I think you're doing the right thing by like in advance thinking about, you know, what are my options to help mitigate that, whether it is setting up a mastermind group, which is also something that we did at the incubator, which was like, you know, we'd have sessions with just kind of all the founders where basically you get that group of people who are struggling through the same types of decision making. Um, Or the other thing too, is to look into what, what and where are the free resources in Toronto for that kind of thing? Because there's a lot of government funding into different organizations um, that are supporting entrepreneurs in a way that you wouldn't need to spend any money. Um, I don't know if it's still up and standing, but there used to be a a decent amount of mentorship through Mars that was free to entrepreneurs in the tech space. Um, I don't know where else right now, but um, I think there are a lot of avenues to get help. That doesn't mean that this problem is not there and that it's not hard. But um, luckily, it's an area of focus that's pretty high for the city that we live in
1: yeah that's true i'm gonna i'm gonna add that to my things to look into is like check into what mars offers and um yeah take it from there yeah um yeah one other thing that i just thought would be like kind of cool to mention on here is like i've like how i've been uh continuing to reach out kind of some of the behind the scenes stuff of how i'm trying to make sure that in when my contract is done and you know now I have about 2 months left like how do I know that I'll have work coming after that and there's definitely a certain amount of inbound like yeah these Twitter leads and stuff but they may tend to be kind of lower quality or just like you have to suss them out a lot more but uh one thing I've definitely been doing and thought it's important to share is like within well just within notion i keep a list of kind of people that like a mini crm basically of and it's basically people that i have worked with people that i would like to work with or people that i know through the community and kind of um just reach out to those people so it might be like an old boss or an old friend like a old coworker uh, that works in tech and just trying to like keep up with those people and kind of send a message every few weeks to someone and if I do see that someone has like a potential opportunity like I've had quite a few people who I've gone back and forth with but we're still trying to figure out what the details would be so it's just been like setting up reminders to keep on those yeah, and maybe like be able to find what my next move will be and and so I just thought that's worth mentioning um, because it's like something that I, it does take some active effort even while you're uh doing a full-time gig you do need to be like constantly thinking about what your next thing will be so
0: yeah and did you did you build out that template on your own for uh, notion
1: i actually just used like their base uh got it they have kind of templates that you can completely hijack and yeah, yeah i just did one of those it has all these fields that i don't really need honestly it's uh <laughs> i'm barely using it how it's intended it would be it would suffice to say that just using uh a standard database with like a name and then I just keep notes on like records of interactions and stuff of like, yeah. oh, we talked on this day about this potential thing and move them maybe into a like a um, more like warm lead column instead of just like a um, maybe a contact that I may or may not have any uh, relation to or working relationship with. So
0: yeah, I think that's one of those those simple best pieces of advice, which I mean, for me, I need to just write everything down. Notes from meetings, next steps, like uh, like they get lost in my brain otherwise. And I think when I was younger, I would always try to just rely on remembering things. And now even with writing it down, I don't still get to everything, but at least it's somewhere. Um, And so I'm pretty diligent about that. And I think especially when it comes to like following up with people or when the last time you spoke to them was, it's like you can access all that information through your email, your text, but it's such a burden to go back and figure that out. Um, And so I think what you're doing definitely helps you prioritize you know where you need to be spending your time
1: Mm -hmm. um yeah that's that's it for me how about you let's jump on to some kayland updates
0: okay so um yeah we talked a little bit about um work-life balance that kind of stuff but just i guess i'll start with kind of just overall job update i just finished my third week um which is kind of wild I really flew right by. Um, I'm really enjoying the company. It's great. I've been learning a lot, which is also awesome. And the team that I'm coaching is just full of like the absolute most like lovely individuals. So they're very eager. Um, I would say they're like a pretty high performing team, but they definitely. Um there's some areas that uh they've recognized they could use some help with and so I'm excited to work with them. I think it's a great first team for me to be working with at the company. Um and it's a it's a good opportunity for me to refresh and learn a lot of new things in terms of techniques for helping them improve. Um so yeah, it's a big learning curve but I'm enjoying it so far. So that's good. Um one thing that I think um outside of work that will be fun for us to chat about is um so one of my goals for this year, obviously, was working on, um, continuing to improve in some of my technical skills. Um, And so I've been doing some courses on the side, but I think this is something that I've known about myself for a long time, which is that um, I do better with accountability, um, which is why I'm working in an office again, which is why I take Spanish lessons with a person. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I think I've at least 95% decided that I want to do an in-person course. Um, And so I know that your partner is now in the full-time, like is in a full-time kind of immersive bootcamp at Juno college which was previously hacker U. so i'm looking at doing um some of their part-time courses outside of work um i think that there's some of the intro courses where i probably know a good chunk of it but i've never formally sat in a classroom and done it or done any projects associated with it so i'm gonna have a call about that this week and ideally hopefully if everything works out i'm gonna start next weekend so tbd wow, on that's that. that's
1: awesome that's so yeah. um that's so cool yeah some people are definitely in class uh learners and also um just when you have so many things that you're juggling like i'm the same way with the spanish like i've been uh the accountability need uh, like is so needed just to have another person that i'm speaking to each week and practicing with and uh even that like i i know um i think you've been doing like two lessons a week uh, mm-hmm. and i feel like i could definitely benefit from that just because it can easily fall off the radar until like oh my gosh i have a lesson tomorrow <laughs> and i better yeah. study but that's not the best way to go about studying a language so no. you need that like consistency i've been falling off a bit with my habits but um yeah that's really great it, uh, gabby has been loving the hacker you program um yeah, she was just <laughs> it's it's amazing to see her like coming into this and really like enjoying it and just you can see her like um solving the problems like she'll come home and work on an assignment till late and like it's kind of that same feeling that I used to get like when I first started where you're just like everything is new and yeah it can be frustrating trying to figure it out but like you can see how engaged she is in what she's learning and I don't know it's amazing to see like uh, it's so cool I'm glad that it's working for her because I know that the, like code and um that like coding is not for everyone but if it is for you then you're going to freaking love it it's so much yeah. fun so yeah for and sure. I know that you're really good with um with technical stuff i guess the one thing that i would think from your person or in regards to you going into one of these programs is like just you like you said you do have a lot of this knowledge already just like i feel like some of it if you did like the intro to js might be like almost too beginner um but Uh. at least in the first couple weeks but then maybe you do pick up uh by the end like you're learning some more useful skills. So, yeah, so that's, that's
0: actually an interesting thing to ask your opinion on then. Well, obviously, I don't know. We've never really worked together. I've never coded anything for you or done anything, but cuz they have kind of two intro courses and one is more of an intro to web development, which is like starts literally from like HTML, CSS. I know that they have like a flexbox component. I don't really know what else is in it, but I think the idea is like the at the end of it you build uh, responsive website then they have an intro to js course and i'm definitely more interested in the intro to js course um but i'm right now considering starting with the other one just to like because i feel like most people going into the js course will have done the intro to web um, development course first i don't want to have missing pieces if they're being referenced to in like a further course though i'm sure i could learn it on my own i'm cognizant that like i don't have a lot of time either Mm -hmm. um and there are things in that course that like for example the last like responsive framework i ever did anything with was bootstrap and i understand that's not really like a thing anymore or like and so like i don't know anything about flexbox and um so there are definitely things that i could learn there
1: yeah i um yeah, Gabby did both of these um before jumping into the full time and I think in her case not having really much experience at all like previously with either HTML CSS or JavaScript like it made sense to do that progression. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it really depends on what you'd be looking to do with programming after like if you do want to be able to um yeah, build out your own web apps for example and you want to do the full stack of like front end and back end then i think yeah having you know getting back into that css stuff like i think you could find it again from other resources but that's like going back to your point of like i'm not learning online like i need to be in class to do this and so if someone's gonna sit you down and force you to like spend four hours on a on a day to like be working in flexbox then sometimes that's all it takes and like yeah you're going to come out of that with a better understanding of how to how to use these tools and and yeah the so i think in the HTML the the first one that you mentioned intro to web dev is probably going to be like yeah i know they touch a little bit on jquery at the end but it's Got very it. much just um html css and that's what you should expect to take away from it you're yeah be that's talking fair. about Semantic HTML accessibility, how to use the different tags. I feel like you know a lot of that already, and maybe yeah. all you would probably take from it is the flexbox. And I know that West Boss has like a pretty quick flexbox course that I think you could like go through and and have a good understanding um, fairly quickly.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, I'm going to talk to a course advisor or one of those kind of recruiter people this week. Um, the reason why i was more open to doing the web development course first as well is because they have one right now that's basically saturdays and sundays for 4 weeks so i can just get her done in like a month basically mm-hmm. um and i think because i've done so much of it outside of class i probably like you for cl- courses that are harder you might want to sp- spread out the coursework so you have enough time to do things like homework but because i don't think it's going to be as challenging as something that's completely new to me i feel like it makes sense for me to do it in a more accelerated um format uh and i think the prices are quite reasonable to be honest so um i think it makes sense
1: yeah for sure if you come out of this in like four months or however long like say that you do both the courses and you're just like you know you have all this new knowledge that you otherwise wouldn't have had then yeah. that's an amazing situation to be in and then you're able to start building out things on your own or take the next step into i don't know maybe like a more immersive program that really dives into i don't know a specific framework or or things like that or really understanding the core uh, of javascript or ruby or some other language or like a back-end course or something so yeah
0: yeah i think um it's uh... Yeah. I think that the main drivers that have put me to just be a little bit more serious about doing this is I have a new job and it's great. I love coaching people. I love helping people. I think I have like an efficiency mindset and I'm, I'm more of kind of a, a big idea person in that sense, but I'm, I'm also kind of a doer. And I think that in my current job, there's going to be a big aspect, not a big aspect, but a bigger aspect missing of actually doing tasks or creating like something from input to output, or it's just kind of, it's just, in a, diff- in a different, it's just different basically um, than some of the work I did at my previous job. And I've also just kind of now surrounded by a lot of people who have done these these big career shifts. And I don't know if that's exactly what I'm looking to do. I'm not necessarily doing this because I want to be a developer formally as a job, um, but it just, it just shows that people have come from way more obscure places um, to become like amazing developers who have great jobs now. And so I just think I just need kind of a little push in the right direction and some more structure. And I think I'll be able to learn a lot. Well,
1: that's, that's great. I look forward to hearing more updates on that. And like, we'll see if you, uh, you end up taking one of the courses. Yeah,
0: yeah we will. We'll know this week, I think. So, um, we'll talk next week about it, but I think those are kind of the big updates for me right now. Um, yeah, job, learning, raspberry Pi. That's pretty much it. <laughs>
1: How's the new place? You settling in? Well,
0: yeah, it's good. Um, I feel, right now like a queen because i'm living here alone and i have so much space <laughs> <laughs> and so uh my partner moves in at the end of april but it's been good um there's like always like small things with old apartments but overall i just feel so relieved to be here compared to kind of the more like stuffy box condo that i was in before so i'm super super happy about that and i can see myself being here for a very long time that's amazing yeah
1: anything okay, cool. else
0: uh, from your side
1: uh, no, I don't think so. Um, okay. psh, I guess actually one resource that I found is just microcom released a bunch of old videos. you can we'll link it up oh, in the cool. show notes but um, I just thought that would be cool for anyone who's interested in seeing some of the videos from that conference. Uh, they just recently released a, uh, a whole bunch of them for free on their site. so yeah, that's a cool resource that I'll, I'll leave the audience with. That's
0: awesome. And then if uh, people want to find those videos or um, to chat with us, you can find us on workpalspodcast.com or on Twitter at workpals. Okay. See you later. Take care. Bye.